Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter's at Sports. Instagram at Sports. YouTube, TikTok, everything else, Immaculate Sports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, the email is ImmaculateSports1 at Gmail, though, by the I way. I don't think people are going to be sending well, that. Well, if you have any inquiries. Yeah, shoot, shoot us an email. You know, yeah, you got any yeah. questions. A little business deal, you know what yeah. I mean? Anyways, episode 29. This is the one you've all been waiting for. The full MLB season breakdown. We're pumped. MLB opening days in two days on Thursday. And I think we're all, we're all excited for it. And we'll show off that excitement in this episode. Absolutely. Let's go. So my opener is baseball related, but it is not the MLB. It's Jack Ladder, pitcher for Vanderbilt. Uh, last week he threw a no hitter. This week he went seven innings, no hits, and won SEC Pitcher of the Week for back to back weeks. And he's, he has sixteen straight innings without allowing a hit. Something crazy. Uh, yes. going to be a top five pick in the draft. I think number one. I think they should take him number one. Is that a Kumar? Mm-hmm. I've been saying this. You guys thought it was crazy, but I think Jack Leiter, maybe not overall better, but has the best ceiling ahead of him. Yes. Thank you. I think Kumar is just, he's a lock. I'm not saying he's, he's too bad. Good. I'm not taking away. It's, it's like just... Torkelson. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's, it's very possible you see Vanderbilt pitchers taking one and two. Which oh, yeah. I think at this point, it's probably likely. I think that would be amazing by itself, two pitchers from the same school. But for me, my Niners made a splash this week, but for my opener, I'm going to the hardwood. Steph Curry made his return last night for the Warriors, dropping, I believe, 32 points mm-hmm. through three quarters. Came out for the fourth quarter, only played like a minute before taking off the Warriors. They blew out. I, I can't even remember who they were placed, who they were playing last night. Two Chicago. Bulls. The Bulls. Bulls. When, Steph Curry, when Steph Curry's on the court, that team's... It's just, it's just a different vibe for that team. There's confidence. There's offense. There's even better defense. Glad to have Steph back. Oh, yeah. The vibes. I'm going with the college football pro days that have been going on the past week. Still going on, by the way. Uh, We got to see some great quarterbacks over the last week. Zach Wilson put on a show. Justin Fields as well. Uh, Mac Jones was a little rough, but he's going to be throwing a couple more times. I know Brett's going to want to see him get used to to the face. Yeah. Um, And also, guys, Kellen Mond, Texas A&M quarterback, put on a show today, too. I think he could sneak into the late first round, possibly. Or the the fifth round. I think that's also possible. Get out of here. He has a large window where he could go in, though. I don't know about the fifth round, but late first to maybe third. That is true. Somewhere around there. I mean, we saw, like, you know, guys we thought maybe go early, too. Like Jake Fromm and Jacob Easton fall all the way down. Yeah. It is possible. But it's great to see these guys. No combine this year. This is the closest we're going to get. Yes, sir. Yeah. Football season's fun. Draft season's maybe even more fun. But, uh, yeah, let's get into our MLB preview. I know everybody's excited for it. We're excited for it. Oh, yeah. So we're a little breakdown of what we're going to do is we're going to go through every division, uh, have our division order, and then after going through that, we're going to go to our award predictions for each league and the playoff predictions. We'll go to halftime after that, and then do the same for the NL side, and we'll add our World Series predictions, and then a couple made-up awards, which are biggest breakout and biggest disappointment. That's as far as players. Yes, sir. So first up, with the AL East, we're going to go one by one. Skeller, who's fifth place in the AL East? Last place in the East. I'm going with the Orioles. Uh, I don't think we'll have that much of an argument here. I think their lineup's getting a lot better. 
possibly see Adley Rushman this year too. Um, but the pitching's just not there. AL East is is pretty deadly with the bats. Uh, sorry, Orioles fans. I'm going with the Orioles as well. I think they have a couple young, promising players. Ryan Mountcastle, Rushman, that's got John Means is a guy I really like in that rotation. But as Scott said, the pitching isn't there. Those prospects are a few years away from, I think, making a really big difference for that team. And the teams ahead of them are just better with, I mean, the Red Sox are pretty bad, but we'll get to the Red Sox. Yeah. But the Orioles are still at the, the seller of the AL East. Yeah, the O's are nowhere near being able to complete or compete this year in the playoff picture. Uh, they even have guys like Freddie Galvis, who has a bonus in his contract if he gets traded. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that that's really just motivation. Oh, you're going to go get to play for a team that's in the playoff race uh, once it comes down to the trade deadline time, and it's not going to be us. So, yeah, the O's are my last place team in the AL East. Let's move on yeah. to fourth place. Fourth place, like he was saying, it's got to be the Red Sox. They're still recovering from the uh, Mookie Betts loss. A little bit. They do have some guys, though. Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers. It's going to keep them in the race, maybe until the All-Star break. But after that, they probably should fall apart. That's why they're fourth for me. Well, the Red Sox do have more pieces than the Orioles, Bogarts, Verdugo. They don't have a lot of pitching. And the three teams ahead of them are just that much better than they are. I think there's a pretty big gap between the Red Sox and Orioles and the other three teams that we're going to go through. Red Sox are my fourth place team. And I... I don't think they're going to be that close to the top three. Do we have an agenda on Sale? Uh, Sale, he should be back. He's projected to be back mid to early June. I picked him in my fantasy draft, so that is how I know this. But. All right. Uh, yeah, the Red Sox aren't going to be good this year. Uh, they'll compete a little bit more than the O's because just a, some of the pieces that they have with Bogarts, Devers, uh, Verdugo is okay sometimes. Uh, I need to have a good year. Dahlbeck. He should break out. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck's a uh, beast. Christian Vasquez is good as mm. well. Their uh, lineup's not horrible. But whenever your opening day starter is Nathan Eovaldi, you're not going to be in a good spot. So yeah. I don't even know who, who it is really besides Eovaldi. Maybe oh, um, Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah, he's he's Eduardo back. Rodriguez. He's, he's coming back. back yeah. He had some COVID struggles last year. I know mm. that. But uh, besides that, I'm really not too sure who's going to be in the rotation. And for that alone, also their bullpen isn't that good. Yeah. They got Can't have Brandon Workman. They got Ottavino, but horrible. Ought to be no, but it's not horrible. <laughs> but uh, uh, Garrett Richards, Martin Perez, Nick Pavetti, Matt Andres are the rest of that Red Sox rotation. Yeah. None, of, none of those names pop out to me. You know what? what four it, it's a lot of lefties in a hitter-friendly environment. That's there that's is tough. two lefties. That's a lot of lefties. I mean, they, they added Adam Ottavino <laughs> that's to it, their bullpen, that, but that's really the only move they made, and looking at their bullpen on paper doesn't look that good. So, I yeah, this team, nothing special. Yeah, they're going to be carried by their hitting. Uh, if they find a way to get some crazy pitching from people, then I guess I have a chance to compete, but I don't see that being that, that likely. On to third place. Third place, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Uh, they lost so much this year, and... That's going to hurt him. I don't think Glasnow is ready to be an ace, especially in this. That's that's the main you know point of these teams being on the bottom three is they're not ready to face this hitting. Uh, I do like him for the future, just not this year. Uh, also, Brandon Lowe looks like he's going to get a lot of at-bats this year. Might not platoon him as much. I like that. But, you know, other than that, the Rays are going to raise. Uh, it's hard to predict what's going to happen with them. 
Yeah, the, the reigning AL champs still think this is going to be an above 500 teams. However, I don't think they're going to be where they were last year. So I, too, have them in third place. But you never know with the Rays. The way they set their lineups, the, the way they work the rotation was, you know, super, you know, ahead of its time. They were the first to kind of start doing that, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it. Analytics space. Yeah, analytics. They're really analytical, driven by Kevin Cash and that coaching. But I think the two teams ahead of them are just like 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 I've said with the other team. The two teams ahead of them are just better. Have made big improvements. A really good team. So I have the Rays at third. I also have the Rays at third. Uh, hopefully it's, this doesn't go like this the whole time. Or yes, yeah. I don't think it will. Each other. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, the Rays. The, they're a weird team because they don't really have to have a star in their lineup. Even though they, they can they have some stars. I think Meadows is a good hitter. Mm-hmm. I think Lowe's is a good hitter. I think Rosarina is. A good hitter. Is it we'll low or like loud? Loud, low, whatever. Because there's Nate too, and he pronounces it differently or something. Well, I'm talking about Brandon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not talking about Nate. Okay. Uh, He's on the Rangers. Now, yeah. Right? yeah. They got some guys, and uh, I I really don't think it's going to matter too much just because of the other two teams in the division. Uh-huh. And we'll get to those two teams yeah. right about now. Skyler, oh, who's yeah. second place? Uh, second place is going to be the Blue Jays. They're my five seed in the American League. I like everything about this team, except they need a little more pitching depth. But Ryu's going to do his thing. Pearson has a chance to take over this rotation, and they have a killer lineup. I like it. They got Semyon, all their young guys coming back. Bam. Out of bio. <laughs> yeah. I, too, have the Jays in second place in the division. However, if the Yankees... Springer. Go through some injuries. I think the Blue Jays are the next best team and have a chance at making first. Love their lineup. Addition Springer, Simeon, two good bats that are going to fit to the top to the middle of that order. Rotation could use probably one more solid piece, which they have the prospects to trade at the deadline, and I expect them to make a move and you know maybe try to make a really deep playoff run. We'll see what happens there. But they're really young. They're going to be good for years to come. Vladdy, Bo. Kevin Biggio, who I think is going to have a great year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This is also a weird team because they haven't really hit their stride. I also have the Blue Jays in second, by the way. But they have guys that haven't came up like, up yet, like Jordan Groshans, uh, Alex Manoa, or Alec Manoa. The, the catcher. Are, are, no, he's a pitcher. The, no, there's a Christian catcher. Kirk? Or Alejandro Kirk. Alejandro Kirk, yeah. He, he's going to get a lot of yeah, plenty of time this, this year. Okay. He was up last year at the end of the year. Right. But it's... This team is good, but it's just not their year yet, and I think they're kind of going to understand that. I think that's one of the reasons why they didn't push for like a big starter in uh, not for agency, but also like trades as well. I think they Snell would have been kind of hard, but U Darvish would have been feasible. I feel like for them, uh, they understand their spot. Uh, they have Semyon on a one-year deal, which kind of shows that it's just mm-hmm. year-to-year basis. Because if Groshans isn't ready. They can re-up them next year. Uh, but they got guys like Bichette, Biggio, Vladdy Jr., Teoscar, Hernandez, Lourdes, Goriel, Semyon, and Springer. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a crazy lineup to deal with. Mm-hmm. So now going to the one spot, I think we all got the Brox Bombers. Yeah. yeah, they're also my number one seed in the AL and that's because their rotation's pretty deadly. Obviously, it's a little injury-prone. But I'm projecting this team to 
not have that problem that they've had for the past 10 years. I think <laughs> Luke Judge, Boy already got it, though. He did, but I think Judge is going to be healthy this year. I don't know about Stanton, not sure, but he's been crushing the ball in spring training. I think it's all about the rotation for the Yankees this year. Uh, if everyone stays healthy, it's probably the second-best rotation in baseball. Well, it doesn't look like Stan's going to have to play out but it all. Looks like he's going to be a full-time DH role this year, which hopefully helps with you know his recent injury problems the past couple seasons. Their lineup's deep. They hit bombs. Small stadium. Good pitching staff. There's no reason this team, if they stay healthy, shouldn't be the number one seed in the AL. Yeah, they're my number one seed in the AL. Uh, one guy that we haven't mentioned yet, though, is Jamison Tyon, yeah. who the Yankees traded for in the offseason. I think that's one of the... Probably going to be the most underrated move in all of baseball over the offseason. I think Talion's a guy who has great upside, and when he's on his game, he can be really, really dominant. He struggled the last few years. Obviously, he came back from cancer and stuff like that. So, And we haven't even talked about it, but their bullpen's yeah. ridiculous, too. It's it's deep. It's you know They got Chapman closing games. When you have Chapman closing games and the guys in front of him, a lot of good things are going to happen. Yeah. Uh... Chapman did throw three wild pitches in his last I mean, that's, spring that's training. That's kind of how he is, though. He, yeah. I think he also suspended really? for a bit, too. I was drafting fantasy, and I saw SSPD. I was like, oh. Huh. Maybe He's... it was the Michael Brusso stuff. What? What? Didn't he hit him in the head in that postseason? Uh, I don't Brusso had a bomb off of him. Yeah. Was that before? Right? He, he, hit him, he hit him in the regular season, uh, and then Brusso came back in the postseason hit the... The go-ahead home run in the My believe, time is a little game fuzzy. I don't know. It's been a minute. Chapman's <laughs> kind of a head case. We all know that. Whether it's domestic violence or uh, PEDs, he's... We're throwing it, guys. He's done it all. <laughs> uh, so the Yanks will be without him for the beginning part of the season, but I feel like they'll get by that quite mm-hmm. easily. So we got one of the six divisions down. Let's yeah. go to the next AL division, the AL Central. Skyler, who do you got finishing fifth? At the bottom, it's going to be the Tigers. Uh, pretty predictable here. They're a couple of years away. They are going to have some pretty good prospects playing this year. Some of the pitchers, like uh, Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal, but even Manning might play this year. But um, I I just don't see it yet. They have a, a sick Rule 5 draft who's been hitting tanks in uh, preseason. I forgot his name. It's something crazy. but uh, Something crazy? Something crazy. Like crazy, crazy. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, that's I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have the same five seed of Scarlet. Looks like we're copycatting each other. Tigers, they got Casey Myers, who I believe is going to be on the opening day roster. Mm-hmm. I think he got the fifth spot. But Spencer Torkelson, some of the other top prospects, year, maybe maybe they get this September call. I got up. the name. Akil Badu. He's not a rule five. He's not? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the balmy hit. Was he he was rule five? I thought he was already in their system. Maybe they, they drafted him back. I don't know. Okay. That's a possibility, yeah. but Maybe I, he did he did hit a bomb yesterday. I, I saw yeah. I saw that video. Um, but the Tigers just just a couple years away. Really young staff, a lot of unproven guys in that staff, and the lineup just isn't deep. They just they need Torkelson. Yeah. Before it, they start their run. Yeah. Yeah. One move that we're not talking about this Tigers team. I also have them finishing fifth. By yeah. the way, is a, the addition of switch hitting outfielder Robbie Grossman. You know, uh-huh. it, it's. <laughs> Uh, Gold Glove finalist two years ago. I feel like we're forgetting that and his great presence in left field for that team he sucks. Wow. Uh, he does not suck. He's very good at working counts and stuff. But they're gonna lose 105 games. Uh, 
Miggy's last stand is not going to be the greatest. Uh, I don't think they'll trade him or anything like that. Just kind of out of, I don't know, is that respect to keep him there? I think I think if he wants to go to a contender, they should allow him that opportunity. But the question is, what contender would really want him at this age and this point of his career? Has to be an AL team. Yeah, because he's not going to be yeah. playing the field that much. He's going to be full-time DH, I'd assume, this year. So. <laughs> what if the Rays traded for him and platooned him with Choi? He's not playing. The, he's not playing the field. I think they already said that, though. Like, All right. he, I I think if Maggie gets traded, will be up to him. If he wants to finish his career as a Tiger through and through, I mean, besides his early years with Miami, I think that's mm-hmm. going to be up to him. Yeah, and the only way he's going to get traded is probably if a DH is not doing well or they get hurt or something like that. Yeah. Giancarlo Stanton, but they also have like eighty outfielders that are MLB capable. Clint Frazier. Yeah. Yankees fans are crazy with Clint Frazier, but uh, I like Clint Frazier. Yeah, the Tigers are my five seed in the Central. Mm. Next up, the fourth seed, Skyler, take it away. Kansas City Royals, they're stuck in a weird purgatory right now where they have a crowded infield with really young rotation. And it looks like we're not going to see Bobby Witt play a full season, maybe not even at all. That's kind of disappointing. So, uh, yeah, they they just don't have the rotation to match up with Cleveland this year. They're going to be a couple games under. I'm going to take the Indians as my four seed. Whoa. I think the Indians have <laughs> – I mean, they got Shane Bieber. They have, you know, a couple pieces. Jose Ramirez, who will likely be in MVP conversations, mm-hmm. even though I don't think this team's going to be very good. Uh, I'll talk about KC for my three seed, but to me the Indians lineup just – it's one through nine. It's just not very good. Besides, they lost Brad Hand, all-star closer. He's on the Nationals now. There's just not a lot there to like besides Bieber, J-Ram, and then a couple other mediocre people. Zach Plesak. Sure. Zach Plesak. He's amazing. Yeah, he's good. But he also has some uh, character issues, you know. That's fine with me. I guess it's fine for Skyler. I have the Indians finishing fourth as well. Uh, I think this is going to be more about the Royals than it is about the Indians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, their hitting isn't there. The Indians were like this last year as well. Their hitting never really took off. They just had some great pitching that kept them into games late, and that's why they were, I think, the four seed in the AL last year when they had eight teams in the playoffs. Uh, obviously, that pitching is going to be good. They don't have Carrasco, though, uh, but they do have, as Skyler mentioned, Zach Plesak and Shane Bieber. So... They are my four seed in the mm-hmm. AL Central. Next up is a three seed. Yeah, three is going to be Cleveland for me. I really think J-Ram's going to tear the cover off the ball this year. And like I said, it's only a couple of games difference, Cleveland and Kansas City for me. But also that bullpen is, and the rotation is going to be great. I'm going with KC as my three seed. Young rotation. Better than Brady Singer, I really like. He did a lot better than people knew about last year. Andrew Benintendi, I think he's going to have a bounce back year. With I agree. Casey. I, I don't think people have talked about him. Now. He was horrible last year. I believe he had like 190. Carlos Santana is going, yeah, going to be plugged into the middle of that lineup. Uh, he's going to be playing every day. And I think Mondesi, shortstop, I think he's going to have a huge year. He might steal 50 bags. If he can hit 260 and have an on-base percentage higher than... You know, 300. 340. Yeah, three, three, yeah, if he gets 340, he's going to be a menace. He's got power. What about his weighted runs created? Don't care. <laughs> no, WRC not plus. Look too much into <laughs> that. And Whit Merrifield, love him. And Bobby Wood Jr. gets to call up 
Would love to see him play second, move Merrifield full-time to the outfield, and Jorge Soler hits bombs. Yeah. All right. This team, this Royals team that I also have finished in third, I think is going to be held back by their pitching staff. I think their bullpen is pretty sol- solid. I like Stalmont a lot. You know, he's pumping 102 night in, night out. Uh, they got people like uh, Brad Keller, though, and uh, Brady Singer that I think are going to not carry the rotation, but make them so they are that three seed. As well as their lineup. Their lineup is a lot different than most teams. I feel like we see like teams like the Yankees and power heavy. pretty much every every other team just be super power heavy. And that's not what this team they is. Have they mm-hmm. have Merrifield is going to steal like 30 bags. Monesty is probably going to steal 50. Uh, obviously, Carlos Santana isn't going to do anything on base pass. Neither is... Uh, I forgot about Salvador Perez. Salvador yeah, Perez. Extension. Cashing in. We talked about him a little bit last week. I think Ben Attendee's going to be really good for this team. A change of scenery is probably what he's going to need for this. Uh, obviously, Casey's not going to be as big as a market as it is uh, as Boston, at least football or baseball-wise. Yeah. Football, probably quite even just because of how good the, the Chiefs are. But part-time owner, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> maybe he joins the bullpen halfway through the year if they need something. We'll see how that goes. But Kansas City will be my three seed in the AL Central. All right. Next up is a two seed. Two seed is going to be Minnesota. They're also my number four seed in the American League. Um, I think Kenta Maeda is a dark horse for the Cy Young this year. Love the lineup, too. Lots of power. Maybe even more power than uh team above them. But we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty simple. They... Don't give up a lot of homers, and they hit a lot of homers. Yeah, I like, Minnesota. yeah I, I'm taking the Twins number two as well. I like the Twins. I just don't like them as much as the team above them. Yeah. They're going to hit bombs. They have more home runs than the Yankees. I believe they have the record for most home runs in a season two years ago. Pitching, they got Barrios. They got Kenta Maeda. After that, not a lot of huge names. They, the solid pieces, but the team above them is just better. Yeah. Twins, they're really well-rounded. I've, obviously, their their rotation isn't like the, the Padres or the Dodgers or the Braves or anything like that, or even the Yankees. But they have some solid guys, as Brett mentioned. Uh, Randy Dobnak is a guy who just cashed in. He started in the bullpen. Yeah, he cashed in on a contract extension, so I'm happy for him because I think he was a cab driver mm-hmm, like yeah. two or three years ago. So there's that. Uh, Andrelton Simmons joined this team yep. in the offseason. Obviously, One he's of the greatest a, defensive players of all time. He's going to hold down shortstop quite well for them. Uh, power all over the lineup. Nelson Cruz, he's probably like 55 at this point. Is might hit 40 bombs. 55 home runs this year with how he hits. He's probably still taking PEDs. <laughs> That's the only explanation I have. I mean, right? My, he got caught. Power went down. They forgot about him. Power went up. I, they don't forget about them. They test hey, if, if you're if you're in a, uh, an offender once, you're going to get tested pretty consistently. That would make sense, right? I feel like his reasoning for why he's still hitting is because he's only hitting. That okay. He hasn't had to focus on anything else except for hitting. He didn't. He can he running. can show up to no. BP and then just leave. He doesn't need any of the extra practice. He he's not going to play the field ever. Yeah. Well, also usually MLB players don't really need yeah. to practice as much. As other people, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, twins are my two seed. Uh, everybody's one seed is White Sox, Chicago. Oh, yeah, so I'll start it off. That rotation is nasty at the top. We got Giolito, 
We'll talk about him a little later. But um, for now, I like Keuchel. I like him. I like Cease, Kopech. Lance Lynn. Lynn. They got Lance Lynn, too. Lance That's right. Lynn. Sheesh. They got Carlos Rodon for pretty much emergency. They're it, going is he still there? to strike out everybody. Yeah. Except me. Everybody. And by the way, one. that lineup might not be as powerful as Minnesota, but just as good. I mean, Crazy. Tim Anderson coming back. Reigning no, MVP. Uh, no, e- no Eloy. Eloy's no e- out five to six months. Still have Tim Anderson. Andrew Vaughn's probably going to get a solid amount of playing time. We'll see. Number three overall pick a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I believe, out of Cal. And he, and he might play some left field. Yep. Yeah. Luis Roberts going to take another step forward this year. I think he's going to have a massive year. Uh, Nick Madrigal is going to hit 340. Two home runs. Pedroia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, Yon Moncada switch here in the middle of the line. They got Moncada's got some pretty good MVP odds. They got pieces everywhere. I expect this team to win over 100 games and be the two seed in the AL. Yeah, I, this White Sox team is crazy. I think it speaks numbers about them when we saw them as their once as the one seed in the AL Central with losing a guy like Eloy Jimenez. Mm. Uh, Andrew Vaughn did make the opening day roster. Now that Eloy is out, I think he's going to take his spot. Or not take his spot, but hold down that hold spot. down that yeah. spot quite well uh, with how good of a hitter he is. Uh, reigning at AL MVP, uh, their shortstop is slightly overrated, but he's still good. And right. Tim Anderson, Yon Moncada, I'm a big fan of. Madrigal's good. Liam their, Hendricks, their bullpen is yeah. good. Garrett Crochet is another guy that's in there he's as gonna well. Be their setup man this year. Who just gas? I don't even know High how it's team. possible. What he does, Lance Lynn, another guy who's just gonna probably throw like two hundred and forty. That's the guy you out. forget about and then realize. Oh, Lance yeah. Lynn is under three. Every Lance year. Lynn on a lot of teams is probably their one starter, and this team he might be their three starter. Like he's they're, probably their two. I mean, yeah, you can make him or Keuchel. I'd probably say Lynn. Both. The, I mean, both are amazing games. pieces who could be an ace on a lot of rosters. Yeah. yeah. And Keuchel, he's a Cy Young winner, and he pitched. Not good against the A's in the playoffs last year. We rocked his shit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the White Sox are my one seed in the Central, and same with everybody else. Then on to an interesting division, mm-hmm. something that we might be a little biased with. I'm oh, not yeah. sure. Uh, I don't think Skyler will be, but. The AO West. Skyler, yeah. here's the five seed. I believe this is the worst team in the MLB, Texas Rangers. I think they're worse than the Pirates. I think they're going to trade everybody at the deadline and I think Gallo's gonna hit under the Mendoza line. Alright. I don't think they have a lot of pieces people are gonna want maybe besides Gallo. Maybe Chris Davis finds a way to hit. Yeah, Jonah Heim. Legend on the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna get too much into the Rangers. They suck. They're gonna be the five seed. Uh, Yeah. They cut out Odor. The Rangers are gonna be my five seed. I really don't see anything too great out of this team, except for maybe progression of prospects, but even then, they don't have that many guys. Leody Tavares, yeah, he's, I he's get some good. good playing time this year. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he started last year for them, so that might be the one plus side. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, no Elvis Andrus for them anymore. Uh, it's gonna be kind of <laughs> weird just seeing a different shortstop playing there. Yeah. Is that kind of left going to play short for them? Yeah, and catcher. Yeah, I, I do like Tanner Fluff. I'm not gonna lie. He's a he's fantasy a, beast. He's an he's an intriguing player. Plays yeah. short and catcher as a person, but he's Why? a pretty good player. Why you hate him as a as a person? He makes good plays against my team. Well, that, you should hate him as a player, not a person. <laughs> okay, 
What did he do to you personally? He attacked Gallard's morals. He sabotaged my family. He sabotaged my franchise mode. Uh, oh, okay. Big rebuild, guys. Gather is. Mm-hmm. On to the fourth seed. This is going to be a little shocker for you guys. LA Angels at the fourth seed. Uh, just to uh, make it clear, I think two through four here are going to be pretty close, all within 83 games. But I have the Angels at the bottom of of those. Um, I don't trust their bullpen. I think Dylan Bundy will have a pretty good year. I don't trust Heaney. I don't trust Otani. I don't I, like it, guys. I know like they have the best. I just don't trust him to stay healthy. I, I know they have the best player in the world, Mike Trout. I know Rendon is due for a breakout year, and I wouldn't be surprised. Breakout year? He's but been an MVP He's candidate. been broken out for years. Unless you think Last he's year going was crazy. Not. What? He was he hurt. Was, he was hurt yes. for a lot of the beginning of the season yes. and then slumped. But at the end of the year, he was hitting as good as anyone else in the league. I guess this is a little harsh, but by due, I mean, you know, due for an MVP type season. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. But anyway, yes. Angels are at four. I'm going to take the Mariners as my four seed. I know Skyler loves the Mariners, and he's going to get how much he loves that rotation next. But to me, the Mariners just aren't there. Uh, their pieces aren't up yet. Kalinick's going to be up. He's going to take a while to develop. Uh, Rodriguez, not yet. Trammell, he's going to be probably playing every day, starting left from day one. But don't really like their bullpen. Don't really like their infield. Marco Gonzalez is going to be good. Uh, Paxton coming back. The rotation's okay. It's not anything special in my opinion. And I think the the Angels, I'll talk about, are better. I think the A's are better. I think the Astros are better. Yeah. I have the Angels finishing fourth just because of how often the Angel players get hurt. I, I don't know if it's something with their training, but it seems like every single year they're throwing out 15, 16 different starters. Uh, and even guys like Trout get hurt. Rendon obviously got hurt as well last year on Otani. They just can't find a way to stay healthy. But one guy that we haven't mentioned yet about the Angels, Brett probably will uh, when it go, gets around to them, is David Fletcher. That dude's a menace to society. <laughs> He's impossible to get out. He just swings at fucking everything and makes contact somehow. And then finds a way to get on base after making contact. Uh, he's super, super good. I think he's one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. Yeah. Together, the three seed. The three seed is going to be the Mariners. Okay, good. All right. I really like their rotation. I think they're going to win about 84, 85 games this year. It's just the young lineup. And... I like like we saw, Kalanick, Cal- we don't know how long or if he'll see the major leagues this year. Julio Rodriguez is 18. Mitch Hanniger hasn't played at a high level in a minute. Hitting the nuts last year, man. Give him a break. <sighs> I know. I, I do like the rotation a lot, like they said. I like Marco Gonzalez. That's a dark horse Cy Young candidate. Uh, Kikuchi had one of the unluckiest seasons in MLB history. I like Sheffield. I like Paxton, but it's it's not it's not their year yet. About Nick Mar Mar Marjabash, whatever his name is. We'll see. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a believer in the Mariners' rotation, so I'm gonna have the Angels. Considering I'm I'm going with the approach everyone stays healthy. For them. I think I think there will be injuries. I think Otani will get hurt, but. In the case they all stay healthy, I have the Angels as my 3C. Like Kyle said, David Fletcher menace at the top of that lineup. 
Jared Walsh, who we haven't talked about, I think is going to have a very good year. I think he's going to get the majority of time at first base. Joe Adele. Pujols, not going to play as much. Joe Adele has a lot to prove after a pretty horrible year last year. Very raw. Um, I don't know if we see Brandon Marsh this year. I don't know what his ETA is. Justin Upton, he's getting old, but... When you got Trout, Rendon, Walsh, a lot of power in that lineup. Kurt Suzuki, who I think mm-hmm. is a big upgrade at catcher. I think they made two nice additions just yesterday. Actually, three. Noah Ramirez coming back. Tony Watson and Steve Shisek. Two guys who are funky and have career below three ERAs in that bullpen. And Rizal Iglesias coming over from the Reds. I think they made a lot of improvements. It's just going to be a matter of staying healthy for the Angels. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and Jose Iglesias, who... Not quite as good as Andrelton Simmons, but a pretty similar type player. Good contact, good defense at shortstop. They're not losing much there. Yeah, I got the Mariners in the three seed. Not because of the rotation, because of their outfield. I think their outfield is going to be fun to watch this year. Kyle Lewis, tear the cover off the ball last year. Uh, Kalanick hopefully is up. Uh, Mitch Hanniger, obviously, is a guy who is going to be up if he's healthy. He's a guy who's pretty underrated in the league. I think Dylan Moore is going to have a good season. I think Evan White's going to have a good year. I think Kyle Seager is going to beat Kyle Seager. I don't know about 30. Seattle's kind of a hard place to hit, but I'll give him 20, 25 maybe. Uh, But, yeah, the Mariners are my three seed. I think they're a team that has high upside, though, in the future. On the two seed, this is where it gets interesting as far as us Bay Area, Oakland fans. Mm-hmm. My two seed is going to be the ace. They just miss the wild card spot. Um, I do think Chappie is going to destroy the ball this year. He's going to get some MVP votes. I can guarantee that one if he stays healthy. The bullpen obviously is great. Deekman is set up to be the setup man again because I just remember we yeah, got Rosenthal. Rosenthal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, guys. I don't have a lot of faith. This year. You never do, though. Um, you never do. I never do, but, you know, they're a great regular season team. I just, I don't want to see them lose in the first round. So you want us to not make the playoffs? Yes. I well, also... <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I just made... It's not It's not what I want. This is what I know. So, yes, Skyler, of all of us, is always the most pessimistic about the A, so I'm not going to look too much into what Skyler says here, but I'm also going to have the A's at the two seed. In the division, however, I do have the A's making the playoffs as the five seed, the last wild card team. And unlike Skyler, I think it's going to be Matt Olson who gets the MVP votes this year. I think Matt Olson's going to hit forty plus home runs, be the three four hitter in that line. I think he's going to hit for a much better average this year. He's going to play Gold Glove level defense as he does every year. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chapman's probably going to walk away with the Platinum Glove if he stays healthy. Yeah. Granted, but Olson's very very solid at first base. But for me, the rotation, Skyler didn't touch on the rotation. I think the rotation is going to be better than, I know what Skyler thinks it is. I, I think Lazardo is going to have a monster year. Hopefully. Uh, Montas, I think. I don't think we see Montas from pre-PD suspension, but I think Montas is filthy, one of the best splitters in the game. Chris Bassett's going to have a little bit of regression. Hopefully he stays solid. Uh, I'm forgetting our four starter right now. Manaya. Manaya. Manaya is, he's solid. Fires puck. Uh, I don't think Fires or Puck's going to start the year. It's going to be um, Dalton Jeffries. Dalton mm-hmm. Jeffries. Uh, or maybe Cole Irvin, who had a very good spring training, but I don't see him getting that fist fight. I think it's going to be Dalton Jeffries as Fires is hurt, and I think they want to be careful with Puck. Mm-hmm. But I love the lineup. 
don't necessarily like the Chris Davis trade. I don't like Elvis Andrews that much, but they're going to put up runs. I think that rotation is good enough to keep him in a wild card spot, and the bullpen is sky touched on solid. Two seed for me is not the A's. It's the Astros. Uh, I dreaming. can't. I'm not dreaming. George Springer is out of that lineup. Uh, Justin Verlander is out of that rotation, obviously being hurt. Maybe comes back in September, October. Uh, obviously had Tommy John in the last year. But Taylor <laughs> does the Fernando Rodney <laughs> bow and arrow thing for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, the Astros on my 2C. I do think they have some good hitters in their lineup. I think Kyle Tucker's going to have a great season. I'll talk about him more later on. Uh, I think Bregman's going to suck. Uh, <laughs> you know, he'll just be Alex Bregman. I think Altuve will suck. Because I know Tube will be better than he was last year. I, I don't think. Well, I think he's gonna be better than he was last year, but I don't think he's gonna be as what he was in 18, Fair. 19, 17. You know, mm-hmm. not knowing what pitch is coming is a little different from uh, what he's accustomed to. So there's that. Jordan tears a cover off the ball. He does scare me. I think he's probably the most scary man to face in all of baseball. He just he. I'd be terrified if I'd ever go against him. Uh, Miles Straw does not scare me though. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does. Is Reddick still there? Do they still have Reddick? Uh, probably yeah, but he doesn't scare yeah. me anymore. He's changed uh, his ways, and I honestly I fucking hate him now. He's just he's a dick. I can't hate him, bro. He can't do it. He said that he shouldn't even apologize for cheating. <laughs> so I don't see there's any reason to say sorry. But uh, yeah, their rotation is solid. I think Framber Valdez and uh, Jose Urquidy are gonna do a good job as well as McCullers and Granky. But their bullpen is kind of skeptical. They have some guys that aren't really proven in there besides Presley. And uh, I think they're going to be the two seed. All right. So Houston is my is going to be in first place, three seed overall. You're missing one guy, Kyle, in the rotation, and that's why they get the one seed for me. Uh, well, not one seed, the first place in the West. Uh, that's Odorizzi. He's been one of the most consistent mid-middle last year. Career three, though. I, I think this is You're not big. taking him in his career. You're big. taking him right now, though. I think he's better than seven. I don't know if he has. I yes. think he's around a four. Also, this isn't the, the whole reason. I was just, I was uh, I was surprised you you forgot about him. But Cranky doesn't seem to be regressing somehow. I don't know how. And Framber Valdez doesn't need surgery. That's big. I also like their lineup. I think Bregman's going to get some MVP votes, too. It's all these third basements in the AL, man. Yeah, the, you guys ever think that like Framber Valdez, like his face kind of looks like he just belongs in Star Wars? <laughs> he's got that chubby cheek, yeah. right? He's like a he's like an alien creature. <laughs> like he's friends with uh, Jabba the Hutt. Skylar kind of looks exactly. like Jabba the Hutt if you've never seen Skylar before. Yeah, but, but I also have the Astros as like yeah. one seed. Uh, I look more like Jabba <laughs> Chamberlain than Jabba the Hutt. All right, you yeah. kind you're kind of a crossover between the two, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. And but Asian Java Chamberlain, <laughs> but he's not <laughs> Asian. <laughs> okay, but I also have the Astros as my one seed in the West. They lost Springer, but they get a full year of Jordan Alvarez, which to me is a lot scarier than George Springer. Cal Tucker's due for an absolutely monster year. Really like him. He was great last year. Not a lot of people talked about him. Altuve is not going to hit 230 or whatever he did in the regular season again. I think he'll hit around 280. A little more power, hopefully. Actually, not hopefully, but I think he's going to run a little bit more this year. He's going to be on base more to do so. Bregman's going to do what Bregman does. Rotation, as mentioned, solid. 
And I know you guys, I, I forget who said it, but didn't really like their bullpen. Last year, even though there's not a lot of big names in that bullpen, all those guys come up throwing gas. I know they didn't have Marcus the best. scrub. They didn't have the Marcus best scrub, ERA uh, for the season, <laughs> but at least versus the A's, that bullpen played or pitched very well against us, was very effective. A lot of young guys who probably going to take even a little bit more improvement this year. I have the Astros edging out the age, not edging out the A's, not by much, but they still do it. I have the A's as number one seed, and here's why. So the loss of Liam Hendricks is obviously big, but if Trevor Rosenthal pitches the way that he pitches in pitched in San Diego last year, it's not gonna be that big of a loss. Agreed. Trevor Rosenthal was a ama- was amazing with the Padres last year. Not Ken Rosenthal. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, obviously great on Twitter every Ken single Giles. night. Uh, Ken Giles on the Mariners, but I think he's getting Tommy John or something yeah, like that. for the year. Uh, so back to the point. I think Rosenthal's going to be solid for the A's. And then another guy that the A's lost was Marcus Semien. And Marcus Semien honestly had a lot of luck in his 2019 campaign. campaign. He didn't have the greatest stat cast numbers. Uh, wasn't hitting the ball that hard off his bat. And uh, that kind of showed. Reliable though. That kind of showed in 2020. Uh, he wasn't the greatest. Obviously, he still hit leadoff for us most of the games, but wasn't the same that he was in 2019. I think Andrus is gonna not fill the hole completely, but he's gonna give you most of the stuff that Semyon usually supplies you. Solid defense as well as a bat that gets on base quite a bit. Uh, I think the progression of guys like uh, Matt Olson, Chapman, uh, Laureano. And a big one is Sean Murphy, mm-hmm. I think, is going to be really big. Uh, Brett mentioned or yeah, Brett mentioned that Olsen's going to get the most MVP votes out of the guys on the A's. Skyler mentioned Matt Chapman. I think the guy who's going to get the most MVP votes is Sean Murphy. Just a, He's night in, night out, gets great at-bats. I think he's going to be a good guy for the A's this year. I don't think 30 home runs, but I think uh, Bromwich is going to play. He's a good defensive catcher. OBP could be up at like 400 if he hits... Uh, like 70. I think the A's have a shot at the one seed if Steven Piscotti and Mark Canna can give them enough at the corner outfield positions. Yeah, or Blaze Ka'ai, Tom, Rule 5, yeah. Josh Pick. Specifically, Piscotti, in my opinion, he was pretty bad the last two years. If he can hopefully return a little bit to form, then the A's have a shot, but uh, yeah. To the rotation, though, I think Lazardo's going to progress well. Montas, so. uh, Hopefully, he just does a little bit better than last year. Bassett, obviously, isn't going to be the same as what he was last year. He got a little bit lucky based off of his uh, like stat cast numbers as well. Uh, Manaya is a solid three or four starter, wherever you want to use him. And then the five stars, like, like something that the A's can pick up at the trade deadline. We see him make moves every single trade deadline. But not the big move. Uh, not anymore. Marco Estrada. Well, we signed him. I know, but that was the Tanner Broark. Yeah. Yeah, Which wasn't bad. Good. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. But, yeah, I have the A's as my one seed. Now let's get to the awards in the AL. Mm. Skyler, who mm. is your AL MVP? MVP. I'm going to go with uh, a bold take here. I'm going to go with Bo Bichette. Toronto shortstop. Obviously, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. I wanted to be different. And in my standings projection... I have the Blue Jays in the playoffs, and that means the offense carried it. So I'm going with Bo Bichette. Mike Trout's made the playoffs one time in his MLB career. And how many MVPs does he have? Like 85? 
He has, 86? I think, three, two MVPs and, like, eight top five finishes. I don't think there's any reason Trout shouldn't win MVP again, even if the Angels don't make the playoffs. Well, he could get hurt. If he gets hurt, so be so it. But he's the best player in baseball. If he stays healthy for the whole year, he's getting the award. Yeah, it's kind of just like, you got you got to make this pick. If he's in the league, you got to make this pick. It's Mike Trout. It's my AL MVP. He just step ahead of everybody in the league. Somehow. Maybe his life just goes in slow motion. He just sees the ball way easier. I don't know. On to AL Cy Young. Who's the Cy Young, Skyler? I think there's a top three that's pretty clear here. Giolito, Bieber, and Cole. I'm going to go in that order with Giolito winning the whole thing. He's got nasty stuff. I think they're going to be first place in the Central. Also, just a quick honorable mention, Kenta Maeda, like I said earlier. You bet $5, you win 100 So pretty good uh, odds there. I'm also going to go with Giolito. I'm edging out Cole. Cole is in pretty header-friendly header home ballpark. Well, I think Cole is filthy. I think they're going to have similar strikeout numbers, him and Giolito. Both teams are going to be very good, by the way. They're both going to get a ton of wins. Considering they both stay healthy, I have Giolito just by a little bit. Yeah, my AL Cy Young is also going to be Lucas Giolito, mm-hmm. sticking with the trend. I think his stuff is nasty. How he... Gets spin on the ball on his fastball. Basically, looks like it's rising up because he reduces the effect of gravity with like backspin or like the old Craig Kimbrell riser. Sure. Yeah. You haven't seen those interviews. I, I know what you're talking. Yeah. About, yeah, yeah but yeah. his slider's nasty. His changeup's nasty. Everything's nasty when it comes to Giolito. Obviously, Cole and Bieber are guys that are also going to be there, but Giolito's going to edge him out in my mm-hmm. opinion. And I think this one's probably the most fun to pick because you can really go all over. Uh, We're talking AL Rookie of the Year. All right. I'm going to go with Ryan Mountcastle from the Orioles. He plays every day, rakes, got that short porch in Camden Yards. AL East pitching, it's going to be questionable this year. Uh, Close number two is Randy Rosarina, but I don't think you should gift him the award. He's got to earn it. Tampa Bay likes to platoon. Some quick honorable mentions. Bobby Dahlbeck rakes. He's got the monster in left field. Alex Kirilov is going to be the starter opening day for the Twins. Right field. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with no one, Skylar just said. I'm going to go with (laughs) Tristan McKenzie, starting pitcher for Cleveland Indians. He came up last year. uh, Pitched pretty solid in his few starts. I think he's he's going to be in the rotation from day one this year. I think think he's going to be really solid. I don't know a lot about the hitting prospects, to be honest, that Skylar just mentioned. Hitting prospects a little more hit or miss, especially when they're younger. So give me Tristan McKenzie, who I've seen, who's been solid. Yeah, I'm going with a guy who hasn't been mentioned here, and this is kind of due to the Eloy Jimenez injury. I think Andrew Vaughn is going to be an absolute stud for the White Sox. He's just a pure hitter. I feel like he's going to get the job done for him. And kind of short notice helps him a little bit because he's not all psyched up as what people were. We kind of saw this with Justin Herbert a little bit. You know, kind of just started out of nowhere. Next thing you know, he's just doing Elite, his thing. Man. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Why don't you give us our playoff seedings and our playoff predictions in the AL together? All right. We got one seed. It's the Yankees. Two seed, White Sox. Three seed, Astros. Those are the division winners. Two wildcard teams are going to be Twins at four, Jays at five. Let's see. I haven't thought about this part that much, but I'm going to take the Astros over the Yankees. It's seven games in the ALCS. 
I have the same top three Yankees, White Sox, Astros, division winners. Jays coming out the four seed, and instead of the Twins, I have the A's in the fifth seed. Maybe a little bit biased, but I think the A's have a very realistic possibility of being a playoff team. And if they stay healthy, probably should be. Uh, I'm going to take White Sox over the Yankees. Actually, no, White Sox over the Astros, seven games, and the AL Championship. Yeah, my playoff seedings is going to go like this. In the one seed, I got the Yankees. Two seed, I got the White Sox. Three seed, I got the A's. Four seed, I have the Twins. And five seed, I have the Blue Jays. Uh, AL wildcard game between the Twins and the Blue Jays. I think the hitting's going to take it on both sides, but it can't go on both sides. So uh, I'm going to go with the Jays here. I think Hyunjin Ryu is a great guy to have in the wildcard game. Yeah, for one game. Sure. Yeah, and uh, him and Kenta Maeda should be a fun battle. Former teammates uh, in L.A. Uh, so that would set up a Yankees-Jays ALDS round, which I think the Yankees are going to do just fine in. Uh, probably take it in three or four. And then that also has the A's, White Sox, in the other ALDS matchup. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not going to go to the A's this time. I think the White Sox are going to take this one just fine because they just have they, – they use <laughs> they're money. Just, they're just better. They use money, which is something that the A's should kind of pick up on. They resign their players too. Yeah, and they sign our players. <laughs> yeah. But uh, So that sets up a Yankees versus White Sox. ALCS, I think the Yankees are going to take that one. Long series, fun series. Uh, if that's what it is, I, I can't wait for it. That's going to sure. do it for our AL side of the bracket. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been a long first Maybe half. 50 minutes. If you guys watched this whole episode, respect. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, but, hey, if you want to find out about the baseball season, you're going to want to listen to the second half, too. Yeah. The NL is pretty crazy this year. Yeah. So let's take us to halftime. All right. We'll be back with some more baseball after halftime. All right. It's halftime. We're going to go through this pretty quickly. Get back to the NL second half. All right. Start off with uh, some March Madness Elite Eight recap. It's not completely done. One more game left, but we'll start off with the games from yesterday. Houston took down Oregon State. Started off as a blowout. Oregon State had a little run at the end. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do it. Houston moves on. Same thing in the Arkansas-Baylor game. Baylor finishes off Arkansas. They play against each other. Houston, Baylor. Next week. Today, Gonzaga took care of USC pretty easily. Mm -hmm. 85-66. to I like Gonzaga. I know Brett does. I think we all do. I think we all do. It's hard not I know to we like all do. It's hard not to like Gonzaga. Corey Kespert, man. Yeah. And the game tonight is going to be UCLA-Michigan. I have Michigan. I think everyone should have Michigan. I have Michigan. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people yeah. think. Still no livers. I, I think Michigan wins by probably around 10. But for a 1 versus 11 game, that, that's relatively close, I think. So. Yeah. But anyway, I believe that Gonzaga will beat whoever wins this game. You guys yeah. feel the same way? Yeah. Gonzaga? I, Gonzaga's coasting. How about Baylor-Houston? I like Baylor. Uh... A lot this year. I like Jared Butler. He should win player of the year. I think it's going to be a fun game. Oh, yeah. I think Houston, obviously, has gotten hot. Should be pretty high scoring. Uh, really? You think it's be high scoring? I think so. I think Houston plays good defense. I think there'll be a lot of pace. I don't know if it's necessarily a high scoring, but I, I think both teams will play solid defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to take Baylor, though. I think they little... Just a little bit better overall. I don't really have a. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my pick that I've had the entire year. Gonzaga over Baylor. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the same thing. I had Gonzaga over Arkansas. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Arkansas lost. Yeah. So I think Baylor's the next best. Zags over Houston, baby. All right. I know it, it's kind of cheap to pick the the two best seeds, like I said yeah. last week, but I believe. They are by far the two best teams in the tournament. Well, I think if Livers is healthy for Michigan, uh-huh. I, I think, put it this way, if Michigan was in the other side of the bracket not facing Gonzaga, I think Michigan would be the second best team. But unfortunately, they have to face Gonzaga without Livers. It, it's it's going to be a wrap. All right. Anyways, guys, we had some uh, pretty big draft trades for the NFL. We had the Niners moving up to number three, trading with Miami. I wonder who they're going to take, man. With 12. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Wow. But we also had the Dolphins moving up to six. Eagles trade back to 12. And you know what that means. I got a new mock draft coming out. I'll give you the top five little sneak preview here. Can we get to know 17 as well? Even though I think... Yeah, I'll tell you the notables. I'll tell you the notables. So um, number one, Jacksonville is is the lock. They're going to take Trevor Lawrence. I've heard some Zach Wilson's better talk. But I think That's Trevor right. Lawrence is going to fit perfectly in the Urban Meyer offense. And I feel that's like all right. we're at a point now that we don't even need to do one, though. It's just like the draft started exactly. after that. And speaking of that, I think the draft now starts at three. Since the Jets were in talks about trading down, and they didn't trade down with the Niners, I think that means that Zach Wilson's a lock at number two. And I'm, I'm not upset. I don't think he is the second-best quarterback, just based on talent. But I'm not upset. I think it's a great class. Uh, number three, the Niners. Little controversy here for uh, controversy. Controversy here for Brett. Uh, I'm thinking Mac Jones. I've heard a lot of talk about Mac. You could you could tell me what you think after, but he might not be more talented than Justin Fields. But get, he's not going to need a huge uh, correction from his his mechanics. You know, you look at a guy like Justin Fields. He makes a lot of mistakes. I think Steve Sarkeesian runs a similar offense as Kyle Shanahan. It wouldn't be the worst situation. What do you think, Brad? I feel like they use uh, Alabama uses their playmakers a little bit more downfield than that's true. Than uh, I mean, because they don't use them. But after Waddle left, it was a lot of out routes to Devontae Smith. I mean, as long as he can throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, it's not really going (laughs) to matter who the Niners quarterback is. I mean, Nick Mullins couldn't do it, so I guess he had to be somewhat talented. But yeah, if. As a Niner fan, trading up to three and taking Mac Jones to me is a bad move. It's a disappointment. I don't think you need to go all the way up to three, which is my main problem with taking Mac Jones there. I don't know if you necessarily could have got him at 12, but I think you probably could have got him around eight, seven. And I know we had talks about trading for the third, fourth, and fifth pick. To me, if you're going up to three, it's got to be Field or the guy who I like now is Trey Lance. I'd be happy with mm-hmm. both of those. I think Mac Jones would probably be a fit in our system, but that's not saying the other two couldn't. I just don't know if giving away the three first-round picks to take Mac Jones at three when we could have got him a little bit later, yeah. that, that's what sits wrong to me. So, All right. Uh, number four, Falcons. I have them taking Justin Fields, quarterback Ohio State. You know, I'm not really sold on if they're taking a quarterback or not, but I feel like Justin Fields will go pick number three or four. I think Whether if, it's I think Falcons. if Fields gets to four, they take him. Yeah. If Fields is taken a three, then I think something might happen with that pick or a different mm-hmm. direction. But yeah. And number five, uh, Dolphins taking Jamar Chase, receiver LSU. I had Penny Sewell penciled in for almost the entire year, but they lost AJ Green. I think they're going to go get another receiver. And we're going to jump to seventeen here for oh, Kyle, yeah. the Raiders. I think corners in play. They haven't signed Sherman yet. 
I think that's still possible. I think linebackers in play. But right now I have Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. You know, He's a plug-and-play guy. I You guys have taken a hit on the offensive line. He's been blocking for Chuba Hubbard for four years. I think it's a safe pick. There's a, there's a lot of beat writers and insiders saying that the Raiders are probably going to wait in the first round mm-hmm. to not take a tackle just because of the depth of tackles that there is in this draft class as well as uh, Brandon Parker. Yeah. He, he filled in for when Trent Brown, you know, had an air bubble in his uh, bloodstream and yeah. uh, Raiders tried to kill him. Was just too fat for other games to play. Uh, so Brandon Parker, I feel like, has a chance to be the starting uh, opening tackle or starting ta- right tackle come opening week. But uh, I, if Morig is there, I think that'd be a fun pick. But I don't know if he if he's right. in your your what? draft. Quickly, before we move on, where do you have Trey Lance going? Trey Lance, right now, 8 to the Panthers. Okay, that's that's where I would have put him to. All right. That's how this plays. Some other notables. Um, we got Kyle Pitts, 12 to the Eagles. Micah Parsons, 15 to the Patriots. Elijah Barrett Tucker, 23 to the Jets. I'm praying for that pick. Really want that one. Um, Jacksonville, Kadarius Toney at 25. I like him. Do you have the... You already said the Jets' second pick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's... Najee? Najee's not in the first round. No running backs. ETN? Oh, no. no I think there'll backs. be one running back. I think there will be two, but yeah. right now, it's hard to tell. That's true. We, we got to wait until free agency's done. Maybe some more trades happen uh, at the bottom. Running back's a position that, you know, someone might trade up into the late first round to mm-hmm. take, you know, because typically there's a string of running backs in the second round, it seems like, so... Yeah. Especially early second round is where we see a lot of receivers, safeties, running backs. All right, uh, done with the draft. You guys can check that out. I'll put it on the website, immaculatesports.com. Yeah. Next week. Go by the end of the week. Might yeah, be yeah. some new power rankings up there as well for oh, opening yeah. day. Probably not the right time to say it because uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of football talk. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they'll understand. Also, guys, Deshaun Watson, even more people. 19. It says right there. Total of 19 losses. 19. And... You know, last week we said it was a little fishy because uh, there were some ties back to the Houston owner. It's but starting now, to look like the ocean, man. Now there's there's some new people that aren't tied with Houston involved oh. in this, and uh, it's not looking good for our man Deshaun right now. Our man? If, if, if he's a true, he ain't my man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, okay, like... I agree with that. <laughs> but you know, the point of this is, I'm done. I'm done with the Watson talk. He's gonna. He's not gonna play this year. I don't want. To trade for him anymore. There's too much controversy. I mean, yeah. I feel like the Watson talk is just getting started, though, with how everything is going to go. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid it's, of. It's going to be one of the biggest stories in the next year, I think, in I mean, football. No matter how it plays out, whether, you know, it's proven false or it's proven true, it's going to mm-hmm. be headlines. I mean, this controversy is probably going to take a while to play out. Rape I would game. assume. God. All right. Sure. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of the NFL, guys, we got 17 games. One more than before. One more than before. And only two more, two less than Deshaun Watson has cases against him. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Alvin Kamara has been pretty public about this yeah. one. He does not like it. Somehow. Where do you guys stand? Uh, I like it. Obviously, I think the NFL likes it a lot because more revenue. Uh, with obviously they're gonna have 16 more games happen. Mm. Uh, I like it because. More football. Yeah. I feel like that's that's a fan. I don't think there's going to be a fan out there that doesn't like this move. Yeah, as a fan, I like it. I get to see my team play one more game as well as watch, you know, 
a lot of others that extra week. As a player, though, I can understand not liking it. The NFL is already an injury-riddled league, especially the past couple years. One extra week probably means, you know, 10 more injuries. Three that will be season-ending. So I can understand some frustration, but as a fan, I like the move. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that, that comes with football, though. You understand that you're going to get hurt. Nobody's going to play um, football and be like, oh, I, well, obviously they hope they don't get hurt, but they're like, they understand their consequences. For yeah, playing. I'm kind of indifferent right now since my team hasn't been in a playoff race in five years. I'm not sure how it's going to be, you know, with, with the extra game, if that's going to affect whatever chance we might have in the future of making the playoffs because we tend to choke those last games of the season. Same. Uh, yeah, and actually that's going to wrap up the uh, the football talk, guys. So let's go back to baseball, do the end. Ooh, another 40 minutes slated here. Sweet. We got no trivia, but uh, this is going to be fun. So starting off with the NL East, together, why don't you give us your five seed? I like the NL East. I think this is a pretty competitive division, and all these teams on the bottom are going to be around 500. So if you're shocked... By my five pick, just understand, I don't think they're the worst team in the National League. It's the Nationals. I think Juan Soto's going to tear the cover off the ball, but a lot of uncertainties with the pitching staff. Scherzer and Strasburg are not what they used to be. Obviously, a little hurt, too. Um, and, yeah, that's that's my explanation. <laughs> like Skyler said, these bottom three teams, specific, maybe even four, depending on yeah. how this division plays out, possibly four, but definitely the bottom three teams, they're all mediocre to good. None of them are bad. I don't know if any of these teams will finish under 500. They'll all be around there. But for me, if at five, I have the Phillies. I just think all the lineups that we're going to go through are relatively similar yeah but to me the phillies have the worst pitching specifically in the bullpen their mm-hmm. bullpen was horrible last year i believe had the highest bullpen era and we are, are at least close to it uh they they obviously have jt Ramuto, bryce harper they have pieces in the lineup. they'll put runs up they'll be a decent team but that's unfortunately that's just how it falls for them this year yeah i also have the phillies as a five seed i'm just looking at these other teams in the division and i think they're they're just better. Like, I, I don't know how to put it. They're, the Marlins are scrappy. Nationals, Mets, Braves will get into them uh, soon soon enough. But the Phillies are an okay team. They have the star power, but they don't have the depth that you need to be an MLB good team. Mm. And that's why they're my five seed. All right. Who's your four? My four is the Phillies because of everything you just said. But I like Spencer Howard. I think he's going to steal some wins. And that's, I think this is a very tight race, you know, Mets all the way to the net. Okay, I just gave away, yeah. but you, I, I feel like most people are going to be similar here. Uh, they're going to be a couple games apart. I, I too like Spencer Howard from the Phillies. I have him on my fantasy team. However, he is hurt and might miss the first couple weeks of the mm-hmm. season. So we might see him in a limited role to start off being so young. For me, I have the Nationals at my four seed. And for me, it is because of Scherzer and Strasburg. I think though, and Corbin. Mm-hmm. But all three of those pitchers, I think, are very solid. And while they might not be as dominant as they once were, they're still going to be above average, closer to elite than average, I think. And you have Juan Soto, the best pure hitter in all of baseball, with you know at least a couple guys around him in that lineup. Trey Turner, who yes. dark horse MVP candidate. I really like Trey Turner. He'll still some bags. He might hit 30 bombs as well if he can hit 300 with solid defense at shortstop. 
look for him in the MVP conversation. But I have the Nationals at four. I have the Marlins at four. Uh, I think they're a solid team. Uh, as everybody has said, I think this division is probably the most competitive in all of baseball. It's it's a lot of just above average teams and a couple great teams. But I think the Marlins are going to be a little maybe right at 500. They don't have the star power that other teams have in this division, but they have more depth than most teams do. Uh, obviously, Sixto is a guy who's going to do good. Uh, their rotation just hurt. Hernandez, Lopez, Alcantara. There's got a whole bunch of dudes out there. No Yamamoto because the Phillies got him after they yeah. DFA'd him or whatever like that. So not a good way to go out, though, for him. Uh, but I think the Marlins are going to be the four seed in the NL East. Three seeds, guys? Yeah, uh, Marlins are the three seed for me. Uh, again, same reasons. Great young bullpen. Not bullpen, sorry. Great young rotation. Also, by the way, guys... Um, Jock Peterson, not on them. They're on the Cubs. Yeah. He's on the Cubs. That was my prediction that was wrong. Uh-huh. What the hell is it? Adam Duvall. Yeah. Adam, Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's who I was thinking of. He's going to Starling Marte. And Starling Marte, yes. Yeah. Uh, but Sixto's my guy. I like Pablo Lopez. I like Alcantara. Three seed. Again, they could be, you know, two games away from the Nats. But this is how I put the order. I also have the Marlins at three. While I don't think there's necessarily any elite starting pitchers of that group, at least not yet, I think there's three to four good ones. And I think that's going to be enough to win them a lot of ball games. Scrappy lineup, as mentioned. Really like the addition of Duvall, Marte, Garrett Cooper, Jesus Aguilar. Will be, also, will uh, be a, I just remember Jazz Chisholm's going to get. Yeah, Chisholm some, will be up. Maybes. But uh, I like the platoon of Cooper and Aguilar at... Uh, first, you got Rojas, I believe. Yeah. Shortstop's name. I don't think he's all that crazy, but he's very solid. He hit 700 last year for a good part of the season. <laughs> and uh, I kind of <laughs> forgot to mention on the Nationals, which I think puts them above the Phillies, is Brad Hand. The addition of Brad Hand. Phillies bullpen's trash. Brad Hand's not trash. Not trash, though. So. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Marlins at three. I think they're scrappy. I like their depth. I have the Nationals at three. I think this is going to be probably the best three seed out of any team in the MLB. Uh, obviously, Strasburg and Scherzer are a great one-two combo. Skyler said they're not the same as what they as they once were. I think Strasburg's still going to be very good. Same thing with Scherzer. Corbin still uh, rounding out the end of his prime, probably. Uh, and they got some other guys as well. I think their lineup, the additions of Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber, are going to be two things that are are pretty big. Uh, Bell's a guy that I, I've always liked. Uh, Victor Robles is obviously returning to that lineup, as well as Trey Turner and Juan Soto, two of the best hitters in all of baseball. Uh, Juan Soto, probably the best hitter in all of baseball. Uh, look for them to be a can, wild card contender, but I don't think they'll get that spot. Together, who's the two spot? Two spot for me is going to be the Mets. Obviously, Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, two very big additions. Um, I just think they're they're lacking a little something. What? Uh, I I don't really know what it is, but they they I don't have them as a playoff team. I think they're they're lacking maybe another arm in the bullpen. I just I don't trust them, but I trust them enough to win about eighty five games, get second in this division. 
If we talked about the other three teams in this division being around 500, I have the Mets probably winning around 90 games. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get a wild card spot, the five seed. To be specific. Also, we didn't talk, or I didn't talk about the best pitcher in baseball. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Jacob Degrom. He's gonna go out there and shove every day around. You know, probably gonna have the best. Not every day, but every, every five, five days. days. Yeah, every five days he'll go out there and shove. Sometimes he'll, every six days. Yes, every six. Or four. Depending on rest, blah blah blah, whatever. Lindor, I think, is the biggest addition, and Lindor is what's going to separate this team from the other three that we just mentioned. Mr. Smile, now Mr. Met. Mm. Cano's out for the year, but they still got McNeil. They still got Conforto, Brennan Nimmo. Uh, they don't have Jed Lowry. <laughs> an addition I really, really like was James McCann. Yeah. James That's McCann, really- who was amazing as a backup in Chicago, not going to get a chance to play every day. I think there's a lot to like about this team. Not as much to like about the team above them, but more to like about the teams below. The Mets and the NL is really weird. I think there's four teams that are going to be very, very, very good in the NL. And besides that, it's it's going to be nothing crazy. Uh, the Mets, I do think, win 95-plus games yeah, as the two-spot. Uh, they have a great team. I mean, Lindor, obviously, is something else. Uh, Pete Alonso, hopefully, has a little bounce-back year from what he did in, in uh, not the bubble year, but the COVID-shortened year. Uh, Conforto's a great hitter. Nimmo gets on base. J.D. Davis. J.D. Davis is good. Jason, or not J. Jason McCann. I, I always blink on his first name. Is it James? James. James, James McCann. Conforto. Yeah, Michael. I said Michael yeah, Conforto. Uh, no Ahmed Rosario. He's back on the Cleveland team. I'm not going to say their actual name Spiders. because I don't want to get canceled. Uh, yeah, the Spiders. We'll just, we'll just call them that. I like uh, Almora Jr. as well. He's going to be playing center field for them. Yeah. And very solid defender. Probably a bit of a upgrade from Marisnik with the bat. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the rotation is good as well. Syndergaard should be coming back in like May or June, I believe. Uh, actually, Carrasco. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Carrasco, obviously, is there. DeGrom is there. And Marcus Stroman, another guy who's very solid. And Skyler's saying maybe they lack a reliever. They got a reliever, Skyler. They picked up Trevor May. He's solid. They did. Can't forget about Trevor him. May. But, uh, yeah, let's go to the one seed. I have All a right. feeling it's going to be Atlanta. Vendergaard actually threw a bullpen oh, four yeah. days ago. He hit 97. Okay. And he's looking for an extension. Hmm. <laughs> but we don't know when he's coming back. Nice. All right. One seed, uh, pretty clear here. Atlanta Braves, they are going to make a run here. They're going to push for the Dodgers series, obviously, here. Um, great outfield. They've mashed the ball. The big three coming back in the rotation. They're going to win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Atlanta number one. Great young rotation with Soroka coming back as well this year. Acuna obviously going to be an MVP Charlie candidate. Morton. Charlie Morton. I always forget the one piece when yeah, I'm done. Charlie Morton, <laughs> great postseason pitcher as well. He's going to help them out when they get there because they will be getting there. They're going to win this division. Uh, Freddie Freeman, reigning NL MVP, going to mash. Ozzy Albee, Swanson, who had a great year last year. No one really talked about him. He was quietly really good. Austin Riley, they, they got pieces everywhere. They're going to be really solid. Yeah, I too have the Braves as my one seed in the NL East. I think this is pretty obvious. There's just there's not really a weak spot on this team except for maybe their their bullpen. But bullpen I still, death, yeah, I feel like it's it's still they got some guys in there that are going to get get outs. But their pitching stat or their starting rotation 
kind of makes up for that lack of depth in their their uh, bullpen because their guys go so late. We saw this in the postseason. Obviously, it didn't work out for them too well once they got up 3-1 against the Dodgers. But before that, they just they were shutting teams out consistent, consistently. Like the Marlins uh, didn't really have a chance except for, I think, one game they might have stole. I think they stole one against the Braves. I'm not too sure. Uh, was it the yeah. uh, extra innings game? I'm not sure. I, I believe they did still one. Yeah, but, right. uh, yeah, the Braves are my one seed in the NL East. Let's go to the worst division in baseball, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know if my comrades will agree with me, but the NL Central. Uh, number five. I think this is a pretty clear one, guys. Going with Pittsburgh. Uh, they got Q. Brian Hayes, Rookie of the Year candidate, and that's about it. Yeah, Pirates suck. They're the fifth seed. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, the Pirates are my five seed. They don't have really anything going for them except for Brian Hayes, and uh, they got a nice ballpark. Cole uh, Tucker, yeah. a nice girlfriend. Yeah, it's true. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. Uh, hey, he's got nice hair. That's that's true. He plays a great shortstop. Does have nice hair, but can't hit the ball. Uh, <laughs> he got a stick, bro. <laughs> Let's go to the four seed. All right, four seed is going to be the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, I like Sonny Gray. I think Eugenio Suarez at shortstop is going to be interesting. Other than that, uh, I don't know, man. They lost Trevor Bauer. It's going to be tough. Yeah, the Reds just don't have enough pieces. And Suarez, as Skyler mentioned, Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, Joey Votto's old. Uh, forgetting blanking on their catch. Oh, Tucker Barnhart. I like mm-hmm. him. Great defensive catcher. Not horrible with the bat. Nicholas Castellanos. Hopefully... A guy I really like who just hasn't panned out has been Nick Senzel. Yeah. Hopefully he takes a step forward. I would love to see that. But even if he does, this team's still not very good. They'll be the four seed. Yeah, my four seed is a surprise a little bit. I have the Cubs as my four seed. I I think they're going to be the biggest disappointment in baseball. I think uh, Chris Bryant gets traded halfway through the season. I'm not too sure where. Uh, I don't think Rizzo's going to be playing out well. Uh, I'll talk about Javi later on and what he's going to do. Uh... Jock Peterson is the guy that they added. Uh, I think that's going to be a solid addition, but not enough to do anything as far as playoff-wise. Uh, obviously, they lost Hugh Darvish. Uh, pitched amazing last year. Uh, they got Zach Davies back in that trade, who I think is solid, but nowhere near Hugh Darvish. Kyle Hendricks is another guy in that rotation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of weird having uh, Davies and Hendricks in your rotation because they are two very similar pitchers, yeah. and usually you want to get a variety of different arms and looks. So, yeah, Cubs are my surprise four mm-hmm. seed. On to the three seed. Uh, Cubs are my three seed. Uh, I agree. Chris Bryant's probably going to get traded this year. But I think Hendricks and Davies will be all right in the Central. Not a lot of power hitters in the Central other than, you know, Goldie and Yelich. Arenado. Oh, forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they'll be just fine. Jacob Stallings. Yeah, they'll, they'll go in. <laughs> Exactly 500 is my prediction. <laughs> I actually really like Zach Davies. I mean, obviously, you dive, which is better, but getting him back in that trade, I think, was a good move by the Cubs management. I'm a believer, and Chris Bryant, I, I still think he's got a lot of talent, but I do think he's gone. Hopefully, he has a bounce-back year. I love the move for Jock Peterson. I think him playing every day is going to be a good thing for him and for the Cubs. I think he's going to mash... I can't even think of some of the. I know they had the Nico Horner. Sent him down. They sent him down. Mm-hmm. Bodie uh, has a spot. 
yeah, it's there's they're nothing special. Craig Kimbrell out of the bullpen. I can't even Alec Mills, Jake Arietta's coming back for a second stand with the team. They they're just not very good. I don't know. Yep. My three seed is gonna be the Reds. I think Castillo's gonna be pitching very, very well for them. Uh they got some other guys in the rotation who I think are gonna do well as uh too. Mm-hmm. Uh their lineup is obviously really good on paper, I feel like but uh, not going to be a playoff team. Yeah. They had a lot of power. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, obviously, is going to hit 40 home runs as a shortstop, most yeah. likely. Uh, Again, I, I should have mentioned him in the central power headers. There's just... Yeah. But, that's uh, about it. I ain't got much to say about this team. I think they're the three seed. Yeah. Next up is the two. Two seed. I got the Cardinals. are also number five in the NL. Um, I like their rotation a lot. Jack Flattery. Wayno's coming back. Maybe one last stand. Same with Yachty. We'll see. Yachty, too. Yeah, that's right. And Arenado. The hell? Second best defensive third baseman in the MLB. There we go. Hey, I like them a lot, but uh, my one seed, just like him a little more. And I'll tell you why in a minute. I have the Brewers as my two seed. I think they're going to. I don't think any team besides the Cardinals are going to win more than 90 games. I have the Brewers. Finishing on five games over 500. I think Yelich is going to have a bounce back year. I think he's going to be a monster once again. Keston Hira. Hira, I I don't know how to pronounce his last name particularly well. But I like him as a piece. Uh, The pitching, Woodruff, very good. Really like Woodruff, actually. But just up and down the lineup, one through nine, not a huge depth. And same with the rotation. But the bullpen, the bullpen's where they're really good. They have two of the probably top five relievers in them will be in Josh Hader and Devin mm-hmm. Williams. Devin Williams has maybe the nastiest changeup I've ever seen besides Pedro Martinez. Like, it's right up there. That, that pitch wow. is filthy. That thing dives like nothing I've ever seen before. I I, I, I really like, as someone on UCLA, just airballed. Yeah. Um, that ball died. That yeah, that, that, that ball died. That, that, like ball, that, that ball dove more than Devin Williams' changeup. <laughs> Why does Juwan Howard look like Dennis Rodman? think he does man yeah you know, i'm not i'm not seeing he's that got one. a wide face and patchy hair i think he missed anyway. that one right. uh <laughs> but i just don't think the brewers are that good too i think they're the second best team in this division i think they'll finish right around to over 500 skyler's going to refute me in a couple minutes brewers at two yeah i also have the brewers at two uh i don't think they're gonna be anywhere close at a playoff spot just because of some of the other teams in the nl uh i like Corbin Burns, I like Woodruff. I think that's a good tandem duo right at the start of the rotation. I like their bullpen close and setup, man. I think those are probably two nastiest relievers in the NL. I'm not sure about the AL. Uh, Yelich should bounce back well. Uh, addition of Colton Wong will help him out quite a bit, but they're not my one seed. Together. Tell me why the Brewers happen to be winning the NL Central in 2021. Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns are going to go off this year. Okay. All right. Dark Horse, Cy Young candidates. Obviously, I don't think they're going to win it over DeGrom. We'll get to that. But, man, Colton Wong, Omar Nevarez, those are great pickups. It's great. They get to keep them in the lineup. And he's under 200. Bounce back seasons are Ever possible, okay? Yeah, Christian Yelich is going to hit over 40 homers. Bounce back here for him, too. I just like this team a lot. 
they do it the right way. Colton Wong, like you said, he's going to steal a bunch of bags, play great defense. He'll play great defense. I don't know if he'll steal a bunch Still of bags. bags. He's never been a huge Who's going to throw him out? Yadi Molina? Yeah. yeah. Jacob Stallings, the one uh, dude that... Tucker Barnhart, gold glove winner. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some good there's catchers. There's actually good catchers. There were all that. Contreras Contreras is a cannon. That was a bad uh, point. But Caratini is not on the Cubs. Uh, what about when they play the AL Number one for me, I have to Arizona, or not Arizona. Ooh, think, I, I'm on football, you know. I got the St. Louis Cardinals, added Nolan Arenado, as mentioned before, the second best defensive third baseman in the league, and an elite bat to pair with Paul Goldschmidt, Paul, Paul DeYoung, um, I'm blanking on someone else, Tommy Edmond. They, they got yeah. some pieces in that lineup. I really like Tommy Edmond. Yeah. Great utility piece. He's going to play almost every day. Don't know where. Anyway. Dylan Carlson hopefully plays most of the year, starting left fielder. They lost Dexter Fowler, not a huge loss. But Jack Flaherty, Wainwright, they got some, I'm not remembering the other arms particularly well, but Jordan Hicks coming back. He sat out last That's year. Big. Alex Hayes. Absolute flamethrower. Uh, the pitcher, I forget his name. He was their closer last year. He came from, I think, Japan or Korea. Oh, uh, Kim. 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 Yeah. He, I think he was solid. Giovanni Gallegos. Giovanni Gallegos, who was a nasty slider with a bit of a funky delivery. Mm-hmm. That's a good team. I don't particularly love any team in this division, but if I had to like one the most, I'd like the Cardinals, and I think they'll win the most games. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to be the worst division winner out of any team in MLB this year. Uh, I think they're going to win about 89 to 92 games. But they're going to cruise to a victory in their division just because of the the competition in their division. Uh, they're a solid team, though. Obviously, the corners corners are set with Goldschmidt and Arenado. Uh, I, I don't like their outfield that much. Besides Carlson, I don't think Bader is that good, except for Great defense. in defense. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's solid, but right field's a, a spot in question. Uh, the rotation is solid, and their bullpen is solid, so... That's why I'm giving them the one spot. All right. And now on to the final division. Mm-hmm. I know it's been a long episode, but stick with us. We're talking about the NL West. My five seed. Another obvious one, probably, for all of us. I'm going with the Rockies. Obviously, Arenado's gone. Trevor Story is still there. Could possibly be traded. And their next star, if you want to call him, Blackman, has been playing horrible defense since he signed the extension. I don't like this team. Uh, yeah, before I talk about how bad the Rockies suck, uh, I want to mention uh, Tyler O'Neill, a guy I really like for the Cardinals. Yes, I, I, I think he's solid. I forgot about him. Yes. Looking at their depth chart right now. You're- but uh, yeah, the Rockies are horrible. It's Trevor Story and a bunch of other guys who are either unproven or just suck. Playing at a park where a lot of teams are going to score runs. Their pitching staff isn't great. They're going to allow a lot of runs. Herman Marquez is probably the top dog there. Not a great top dog. Uh, bullpen isn't very good, and their lineup. It, I mean, there's nothing very good about this team. This team sucks besides Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman. Yeah, they got that going from Charlie Blackman and Trevor Story. I think CJ Crone will actually do quite well over there. I think he'd be a good fantasy pickup. But he, you know, platoon with um, I'm forgetting his Ryan name. Ryan McMahon. No, there's another guy. Uh, shit. No, let me look. Josh Fuentes. Yeah, Fuentes. Okay. I, mean, I think he's gonna put. You guys remember Brian Fuentes? He had the lefty yeah. Yeah. for the A's. <laughs> he's actually pretty good but uh we're not talking about brian fuentes and we're not going to talk about josh fuentes anymore because we're going to the four spot okay so you agree yeah <laughs> all right four seed's going to be the giants for me 
it was a close one here, three and four, but they got a lot of guys that should not be starting in the MLB anymore in there. I, I don't like Brandon Belt. I don't like Brandon Crawford hitting-wise, and I think Buster Posey is about done. I know they're contractually obliged to be in San Francisco, but that's going to hold them back. I also don't like that their ace is 30, what, seven years old? Cueto? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't he, think he's their ace. And he was born in 86. I don't, Kevin Gosman's going to be their Gosman? number one. Yeah, he, he's their opening better. day starter. All right. Um, this, this team's a weird combination of young guys and really old guys. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of in-between. Cueto, even Go- Gosman's not young anymore. I think Gosman's a good pitcher, though. Anthony Descalfani. Logan Webb, who was saw last year, and Alex Wood, funky lefty, coming over from the Dodgers. This is going to be their five-starter, I believe. Uh, bullpen, nothing impressive. Nothing impressive. Reyes Morantes coming back. I believe he missed all last year. He throws gas. He'll be a good piece. And, yes, I'm Posey. We're going to see Joey Bart eventually yeah. this year. I think coming into an everyday role, whether that's moving Posey to first, moving Posey to the bench, or, you know, Joey Bart's going to play somewhere. Yeah, They have to give him a shot. He's the guy that they consider their future right now. Brandon Bell did hit 300 last year. Mm-hmm. He's actually um, not the best. He's never done that before. He's been pretty much a model of inconsistency. Yeah. Last year, he figured something out. Hopefully, the Giants are able to, you know, keep that going with him. I like LaStella. Mm-hmm. LaStella's going to get yeah. on base. Let's not sure at... where he plays. Probably anywhere. Yeah, he can play first, second, or third. I doubt he plays shortstop. Brandon Crawford's got that locked down. Pleasanton boy. Yeah. You know, I like Yaz and Dubon, too. Dubon's, Dubon can steal some bag. Donovan Solano's going to get on base. And, I mean, their star is Mike Yastrzemski, mm. the 27-year-old rookie two years ago, however old yeah. he was. He's coming and done nothing but rake. Nephew of the Triple Crown winner. Yeah. Yeah. Grandson. Grandson. Yeah. Sorry. My four seed is not the Giants. It's the D-backs. Uh, I think wow. the team just lacks a lot of depth in, like, really any anywhere. Uh, Catal Marte obviously is good. I think Eduardo Escobar is a, is a guy that can bounce back a little bit from having a really shitty last year. Mm. Uh, but I really don't see any too many upsides with this team. I don't think the rotation is that good. I think Luke Weaver is okay. Uh, Zach, Zach Allen is hurt, good, but yeah. he's hurt. Uh, the bullpen isn't anything crazy. I think Joaquin Soria might even be their closer. He will be. Uh, which no. is not really something that you want unless it's 2007. Whenever he's with the Royals and good, uh, but yeah, I got this team being mm-hmm. fourth in the NL West. Yeah, um, my three seed's gonna be the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. just because they have the names. You know, San Francisco doesn't have a Cattell Marte to play in the middle infield or center field if you need him to steal bags, hit doubles, and hit homers. I like Zach Gallon a lot. I know he hurt himself uh, swinging the bat, but it just doesn't seem yeah. like a long term injury. Yeah, like a month, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's like a hairline fracture in his arm. Jesus Christ. Uh, guy, we need to uh, move the DH to the National League. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I, I, think it's, I think it's time. What's going to happen to pitchers who rake? They're going to DH. No, we can't <laughs> DH, man. Pitchers don't Keep rake. Alive. I mean, it's basically an empty spot. I mean, there's... You know, the exception, Madison Bumgarner is considered an exception. He hits under yeah. 200. And I understand, you know, the triple... But it's fine. Mm-hmm. What did, uh, the triple something? Triple. I don't know where you were going with this. Silver slugger? I, I don't know. Where was I going with this? 
I, I think. Sorry, sorry. Double switch. The double switch. Yeah. But with the three batter minimum, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yay. I just don't think it's fun watching pitchers hit. They go up there and bunt or look at, you know, three pitches go down the middle mm. half the time. And it's not worth, you know, a guy like Zach Gallen put a breakout year, I think, two years ago. Mm. When it was, and last year he was really good. A guy who's going to be an ace for a team, get hurt swinging a bat, it's that kills a team. Um, but I still have the D-backs at three. They have a better pitching staff than the Giants, in my opinion. Luke Weaver, young guy who I like and hopefully has a good year. Madison Bumgarner, who's not the same as what he wants as what he once was, but still might be better than anyone the Giants have, besides maybe Gosman. Uh, I agree. Merrill Kelly, good, like him. Caleb Smith. Bullpen kind of sucks. Having Joaquin Sawyer as your closer is never a good thing. I didn't like him with the A's, to be honest. Carson Kelly, actually the guy I really like on the Diamondbacks, Christian Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hit like 270 last year. He has good power and... Obviously, they got the star power in Cattell Marte. So. Yeah, uh, I'm going against the movement. I think uh, pitchers should hit in the AL as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nah, uh, stick it to the NL, but don't take it away completely because I, I want to be able to take BP. Uh, yeah. If I were to ever do anything like that, that'd be fun. Uh, but I have the Giants as my three seed. I think this this team's lineup has a lot of upsides to it. I think Yastrzemski is very underrated. He's one of the best hitters in the NL, in my opinion. I think Solano is obviously a guy who has a lot of upside in the contact-wise. I think Mauricio Dubon is good defensively. I don't think he's that good of a hitter. But Belt is solid at first base. Crawford, solid at shortstop. Tommy Lastella, obviously, is solid. Uh, Evan Longoria... Should be over there still. Uh, I'm not sure how much he's going to play. I don't know what his like outlook really is this season. but Apparently he's been raking in spring. Longoria? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's going to depend on what they want to do with Lestella. Yeah. I think Lestella is going to play pretty much every day. So it, it's going to depend where they want to use him most of the time. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's going to hold this team back is their bullpen, though. Uh, they really don't have anybody. Even Reyes Moranta, I don't even think is that good. I like Gosman. Uh, as a starter, as as well as Alex Wood as a underrated pickup. Uh, hopefully they, they call up Elliot Ramos. Uh, the guy raked during spring, hits the ball really hard, and uh, they're my three seed. Now on to the the fun the fun teams yeah. in the NL West. Yes, yes. Number two is going to be the Padres. They're the best wild card team in the MLB. You huh. Darvish, Blake Snell coming over. Also. Interesting uh, race for second base here. Cronenworth played pretty well last year, but they got the new kid from Hey-Song Kim. Hey-Song Kim. Ha, ha, yeah, yeah. However you yeah. pronounce it. We'll get to That's that. the only controversy on this team. Other than that, they're they're great. That's all I got. I think Cronenworth's <laughs> going to find a way to play every day. You don't mm-hmm. hit 270 and hit 16 home runs like he did and not play every day. I think Tommy Pham might be the guy who's left out. Uh, I think Cronenworth sees a lot of time in the outfield mm-hmm. if uh, Kim, you know, plays well. But, I mean, you look up and down this lineup. Or Will Myers could also see some time, you know, on the bench. They might platoon or do something there. But Will Myers, Trent Grisham, Pham, Tatis, Machado, Cronenworth, Hosmer, Nola. There's not a single flaw in that lineup. Like, that, everywhere you look, you have someone who can put the ball over the fence or get on base at any time. And then you look at their rotation. Chris Paddock is listed as their five starter right now. Hmm. Musgrove Chris, is really good too. Yeah, he's really good. Musgrove, 
he came over from Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, I he's really solid. Finally gets a chance to be on a good team. And they don't even have Mike Clevenger this year, who would arguably be three, maybe four. Mike Clevenger is a three or four starter, which is ridiculous. Five, I don't know. But bullpen, there's this team is good literally everywhere. So it's crazy that they're a wild card team, but the Dodgers are just that good. Yeah, uh, the Padres are insanely good. They don't have a weak spot anywhere. Uh, Brett mentioned everybody. Uh, except for one person, I think uh, Victor Caratini yeah. is a guy who I Quick think hitter. is underrated. As I think he's better than Contreras, and so I I would have rather seen the the Cubs move Contreras rather than Caratini. Uh, so when your backup catcher is still very good, it, it, it's Ten catcher. it's scary. Uh, th- this Padres team is crazy. Uh, we talked about, or I talked about, Chris Bryant perhaps getting moved. I think this is a, a potential location. Uh, I think the only way that they can move him over here, though, is if somebody gets hurt uh, in the outfield because Chris Bryant can't play left, right, mm-hmm. or center if really need yeah. be. It wouldn't surprise me if they moved Will Myers. Yeah, too. or Trent Grisham. Yeah. Uh, they they got pieces. They're so deep, like organizationally-wise as well. Uh, they have prospects up and down the board. Uh, Mackenzie Gore's guy we, have, we haven't talked about. C.J. Abrams. Uh, Adrian Morejon is there. Mm-hmm. Ryan Weathers. They just... Yeah. It's nonstop. This team's going to be so good for a really long time. And, uh, yeah. But they're not winning the division because nope. of one team. Together. Nope. It's the Doyers. Best rotation well, in baseball. Doyers. They should win over 105 games. They will. Um... I mean, what, what what else you want me to say? I mean, Bellinger could be a little inconsistent, but God, Mookie Betts. It's crazy. Justin Turner coming back. Here? We might see Gavin Lux play some second base. Sit him down. They sit him down? Oh, he'll, he'll be up at some point this year. No um, Kike, no Jock, though. Yeah, that's true. Chris Taylor, that's I think, is just the solid thing, and he'll play every day now. Will that's Myers, true. the catcher. Max Muncy. Yes, Max. Will Smith, the catcher. What did I say? Will, Will Myers. Will yeah, Myers. Will what what's wrong with me today, guys? A lot of Sorry. things. Sorry. But yeah, that, that wraps up the uh, Dodger talk. Dodgers baseball. I mean, looking at their depth chart, they got Tony Gonsolin, who is an above average starting pitcher. Another pretty good splitter. He's listed as their seventh starter right now. <laughs> their seventh starter, not their sixth, not even like their fifth at the end. I think Gonsolin probably starts in the rotation. Dustin May and Urias probably are the odd men out. If there's I can injuries. see Urias being in the bullpen. I think Urias found a home in the bullpen last yeah. year. I think he was really good out there. And Dustin May has more of that electric stuff. Gratterall? Yeah. I think Gratterall will probably be their setup guy, along with Blake Trinan. Um, Killian Jansen, I think, is still going to hold on to that closer role. But when you have the we'll top see. three, we'll see. I, I guess he's been much better over spring training. But uh, Kershaw, Bauer, Walker Buehler as your top threes. Ridiculous. You don't want to face any of those guys. Uh, Corey Kniebel. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a bounce back year. Mm-hmm. He was an elite closer a couple years ago yeah. with the Brewers. And it's kind of the same thing as the Padres. You look up and down, they're one through nine, and they don't have a single weakness. It's it's scary. Yeah, they, this team has literally everything that you can think of and more. Uh, I think Walker Buehler is going to go crazy this year. I'll talk a little bit more about him <laughs> in the, the future of this episode and uh this team just they 
I don't say they have everything. I think the Padres and the Dodgers do win over 100 games, both of them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, the race for first is going to be something that's going to be really closely watched this year. And but I think the Dodgers escape with One that. thing that's scary about both the Dodgers, they still have prospects. You know? Like, it's not like, I mean, you're talking about Edwin Rios and Gavin Lux, and then, you know, Abrams, Mackenzie Gore. Like, those are pretty top-of-the-line prospects. I mean, Mackenzie Gore and Ryan Weathers. Yeah. I mean, they those could be trade for Chris Bryant guys, even, yeah. and they'd be fine still. I mean, yeah. it's... Abrams, I think, is more likely to trade because he's a shortstop. Yeah. Uh, they could play him in the outfield, but it's like... I mean, they already got a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah. you got to find a spot trading somewhere. For Chris Bryant, it, it's going to be Corey Seager is a free agent this year, right? Yes, next year. Yes. Next year yeah. yeah, like after this. All yeah. right, yeah. That, that should be interesting. But let's get to our NL MVP talk. Skeleton, mm-hmm. who is it, man? I'm gonna go with Ronald Acuna. I think he's gonna have a 40, 40, 40 season. Forty extra forties, the doubles. Uh, also, Tatis and Soto are. Honorable mentions, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, an OS pitcher in here too. We'll we'll get to that, but mm. there's there so many names on here, it's ridiculous. Yeah, one guy Skyler didn't mention is Mookie Betts, who I originally had winning this award. I think Mookie Betts is probably the best player in the National League, best player on the Dodgers, who are going to win 105 games. But then I remembered Juan Soto, the Nationals. They're not going to win as many games as a lot of these teams. They might be under 500. They're going to be around 500. But Juan Soto is the best pure hitter. Not the best player, but best pure hitter in baseball. He's going to hit over 300. And he's 21. He's tw- yeah, he's 21. Ridiculous. He might have an on-base percentage over 400. He 500. Has five, yeah, it's... His numbers are going to be crazy. Yeah. And I know his team might not be the best, but... At the end of the year, when he puts up the numbers he does, it's going to be hard not to give him an MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Juan Soto is just—I I love watching him hit. He just—he's so mature for being 21 years old, and some <laughs> some of those records that that are up there are might be gone once his career is done uh, in 20 years. But my NL MVP this year is not going to be a position player. It's going to be Walker Buehler. I think this is going to be a complete surprise. I think he's going to be completely dominant under a, a two ERA. Uh, just punching guys out left and right. How many innings? 200 plus. Right. He's got to have 200 plus. Probably, probably, MVP, probably yeah. 230, 240, I'd assume. Uh, I'm going to go with eight complete games. Ooh. Uh, five of them being shutouts. How many no hitters? No hitters? Two. Two. Two of them. Two of them. All right. He's going to go absolutely crazy. Uh, watch out for him, man. Those those two no hitters. One's gonna be in May, and the other one's gonna be in June. All right. Yeah. So, who's the Cy Young? Cy Young. I'm gonna go with. Whoa! I almost fell out of my chair. Oh, uh, so excited. Which I believe he's the second best player in baseball. It's Jacob Degrom. I would love to give you a crazy story about my hidden gem here, but uh, this guy is throwing 102 with ease, barely stretching himself out in spring training. He's due for a crazy year, once again. Yeah, uh, some honorable crazy. mentions, the two dudes on the Brewers, Burns and Woodruff. I like Bauer and Bueller, too, as well. There we go. If you've watched any baseball the past couple of years, specifically National League Baseball, or actually just baseball, you understand Jacob DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. I mean, you can throw, you know, Garrett Cole, some other names up there, but realistically, DeGrom is 
the head and shoulders, I think, above anyone. Like Palomalu. Yeah. Mm. Head and shoulders for men. Mm. Not above a, anyone. Not but brand deal. <laughs> play sponsors. But um <laughs> DeGrom's gonna win the Cy Young again. He's the best pitcher, top five player in baseball. I I like some other names that we've already mentioned, but the strikeout numbers, the win numbers might not even be there, but it won't matter. All of his advanced stats, DeGrom, it's it's his award. Uh, Walker Buehler, I feel like will win Cy Young <laughs> if he's gonna win the MVP yes. because that just makes sense. That is fair. Uh, so on to the next one. Uh, I know rookie of the year. All right. Uh, in my opinion, I think it's a two man race here. Uh, I'm gonna take Sixto Sanchez over Kebrian Hayes. I think Sixto is gonna get his innings, and I think he's gonna stay healthy. And Marlins should be over 500 this year. So that'll be nice. Some honorable mentions. Ian Anderson, Christian Pache, Braves youngsters. If Cabrian Hayes was in a lineup, like a solid lineup, not even yeah. like a Dodgers, Padres lineup, but maybe even a top 15 lineup, I think this is Cabrian Hayes' award. Yeah. He, he raked, get walked every He raked last that. year in <laughs> limited time in a pretty horrible lineup, but I don't think he's going to be able to score enough runs, produce enough RBIs to get a huge con- – I think he'll get consideration, but I don't think he'll be the top name. For me, the top name is Ian Anderson, a guy who was dominant last year in the postseason for the Braves. He's going to be in the rotation from day one this year, kind of similar to what I talked about with Tristan McKenzie. He put up solid numbers last year. He's only going to improve. He's on a good team. He's going to get great run support. While wins aren't the most important stat or even close to the most important stat, he's going to get wins. Wins are the stashy, uh, the flashy stat. ZRA is going to be good, advanced stats. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ian Anderson. Yeah. I don't think it's fun picking one of the mainstream guys, so I'm going to go with the guy who wasn't even in America last year. It's Ha Seong Kim uh, as my NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, I feel like he should do well. I think you might hit 270, 280. Uh, I don't think he's going to need that much of a learning curve. Uh, hopefully he plays second base for the Padres. I think he's going to be low low order because of how good their order is, but uh, high-value rookie. For- All right. For him, yeah. Let's go to our playoff seedings and predictions in the NL mm-hmm. side. Division winners are going to be Dodgers, Braves, and Brewers. Wild card winners, wild card appearances, mm. going to be Padres and Cardinals. I got the Dodgers over the Brewers in six games. You really love the Brewers. Wow. Okay. Um, Two years ago, they were a game away from the World Series. And I understand, but I don't think they're as good as they were. I think. No, like Lorenzo Cain is not where I used to be. Yes, Monty Grandal. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, you could argue it, but I think you lose that argument yeah. 99 out of 100 times. But the Dodgers are going to be the one seed. Braves two, Cardinals three. Brewers don't even make the playoffs. Padres four seed, best wild card seed. We've best wild card team we've seen in a very long time. I have the Mets coming in at number five. I have the Dodgers making it to the World Series again. I don't know how it would play out, but. I mean, I think the Dodgers and the Padres are the two best teams, but I don't think it would play out that way. So I think Dodgers over Braves, again, in six. All right. My one seed is the Dodgers. Two seed is the Braves. Three seed is the Cardinals as they win a very shitty division. Four seed Padres and five seed Mets. So we have a wild card game between the Padres and the Mets in san diego i think the padres take that one that should be a super fun game to watch so i think both those teams are better than wild card teams but in our current circumstances they are not 
so that team would play the Dodgers. I'll get to that in a sec. The Braves play the Cardinals. I think the Braves will fare well better than this. Uh, better than when these two teams faced off in 2019 and the Cardinals scored 10 runs in the first inning of Game 5. Uh, the deciding factor for that, that matchup. I think the Braves will take this one in three or four games. Sets up a Dodgers-Padres NLDS. Uh, kind of sad that the most meaningful series, I believe, is going to be in the NLDS between these two teams. It's going to be super fun to watch, but I do think the Dodgers get it in five. I think that's going to be the Dodgers' hardest opponent that they face. I think they take down the, the Braves in five or six games, and then they beat another team in the World Series. Uh, let's get, <laughs> get to your World Series prediction. All right, um, I got the Dodgers over the Astros. Should be a quick series. I'll say five games. Dodgers over White Sox in six. White Sox have pitching, but just not enough pitching to keep up with that rotation for the Dodgers. Dodgers have a deeper lineup. Yeah. Dodgers over Yankees in four. And now we have a couple made-up awards. Uh, there's only two of them. Biggest breakout and biggest disappointment. Who is your biggest breakout in the major leagues this season? My biggest breakout this year is going to be in Cleveland baseball team pitcher, Zach Plesak. Okay. All right, he had some off-field issues, but last year, 4-2 and two record in eight starts, 2-2 ERA. I think he has some protection in the rotation. He's behind Bieber and probably McKenzie. I like it. Someone I'd like to see go off. I'm going to stay in the AL Central. I'm going to stay with starting pitching and stay with young starting pitching. But I'm going to go to Southside, Chicago. The White Sox, Dylan Cease, last year. Flamethrower. Yeah, he, he was a bit unlucky in his starts. I think he's on a very good team, which is going to get very good run support. I think he's due for a really good year as probably the four starter in that rotation. He's going to be better than a four starter eventually. But with the depth they have, I think he's going to be the biggest breakout. My biggest breakout is something that I kind of don't want to happen because he plays for the Astros. It's Kyle Tucker. I think he's going to have close to an AL MVP type season. That dude just rakes and he steals bases nonstop. So he's going to be a force for that Houston Astros right. team. On the opposite side of the spectrum, who is your biggest disappointment, Skyler? My biggest disappointment for this year is going to be Shohei Otani. I think all his value comes from his pitching, and I don't think he can be a major league pitcher based on what we've seen. It's disappointing, but that's that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to go with Randy Rosarena, postseason hero last year for the Tampa Bay Rays. There's a couple reasons I'm going to take Randy here. One, I don't think he can sustain what he did last year in the postseason for a full season. And two, the Rays are weird. The Rays have always platooned people. I think Randy, unfortunately, is going to be platooned a little bit. I don't think he will be platooned as many as some of the other players, but I don't think he's going to be an everyday player like people project him to be. don't think he's going to get as many games. Therefore, he's not going to get as many stats. Therefore, he's the biggest disappointment coming off what was an incredible postseason run. Yeah, I have a couple of Cubs players as my disappointments. Uh, it's Javi Baez and Anthony Rizzo. Uh, Rizzo, I think, wanted an extension. I think that's what he's yeah. looking for right now. They gave him Nathan. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he's going to get it. My play pissed off. I don't know. But I don't think his full focus is going to be on the field this season. And Javi Baez, I love hating on him. I don't like him. Uh, I think he, he can he can get tags down. You know, he's, he's good at that. But uh, flashy. hitting... Is not his thing. Uh, he just swings the bat too much, and uh, 
off his OBP is like ten points higher than his average, which is something that you really don't want to see. And unless he's hitting 280, 290, he's not going to have a very big impact, in my opinion. Not as much as what people think that he does. So that's going to do it for our MLB preview. It's been a fun uh, bulk of the episode, but let's let's get to our bets and let's get out of here. Approaching two hours, I believe, on our full episode. Oh, yeah. So last week I had Loyola Chicago over OSU, and uh, that did not happen. These are for layups, by the way. Uh, Brett had Gonzaga coasting through the bracket. They have so far. They're in the final four. And Skyler had Baylor minus six and a half versus Nova, and that that came through. Woo. So this week, I'm going with an MLB prediction as we can do it. I'm just stoked about it. And uh, my layup is going to be the Royals over the Rangers on opening day. Brett, or yeah, Brett, what's yours? Gonzaga. Gonzaga's very good. Gonzaga's going to win a championship. That's a layup. Gonzaga good, layup easy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baylor, minus five against Houston. I think, like I said earlier, they're clearly the second-best team in this tournament. They should be fine against Houston. All right, on to our bold predictions that we didn't do too well with last week. I had mm. Nova beating Baylor. That did not happen. Brett had QSP in Houston. That did not happen. And Skyler had Florida State over Michigan. That did not happen. But going to this week, going a little uh, opening series, not opening day. <laughs> I have the Pirates winning the series over the Cubs to start the season. Kyle loves to hate on the Cubs. Cubs slander is appreciated. Cubs slander is real. WP, if you're listening, we are sorry. I'm also going to go with baseball. Seems like every couple years, you know, there's a first pitch home run for one of the teams. I think George Springer's done it twice in his career. First pitch of the season, hit the home run for the Astros. I think this will happen again this year. Don't know necessarily who it is, but it's not every year you see this, so... Mm-hmm. I'm going with baseball too, and George Springer will not be the one doing it because Garrett Cole is throwing a complete game shutout against Toronto. What? <laughs> 65 runs put up by Toronto. Oh, New yeah. MLB that's, a, that's a hard team to. It is, but I'm bold. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what these are. Job of the hut. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, if you listened all the way through... We love you. Thoughts. Yeah, we do. Thank you. Hats off uh, to you, but my hat's so long. I took I my hat off. Don't worry. You did. Uh, man, episode 30 is next week. We'll break down the opening series. We'll talk about the March Madness championship game Ooh. and maybe some draft stuff yeah. in the NFL. We're going to have a lot of things going on next week. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be as centered as it was this week, but I mean, shorter. It's, it's been it'll be shorter yeah, next week. It'll be shorter. A two hour episode for everybody out there who's been missing out on these long episodes. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Go Jets.